Last Action Hero, 12 Monkeys, Canon Films, Quick Change, Golden Child, and more. Welcome to 4K Kings. Welcome. The, the fastest growing Blu-ray review channel on YouTube with 12 subscribers, up three from last episode. Hi. Out May 18th from Sony Pictures in a steelbook-only option is A Last Action Hero 4K. Now, this is... I don't know if, if people have been waiting for this movie for a long time, if people are excited that Last Action Hero in 4K is finally coming out. Whoever played the kid is really excited. What did he go on to do? Wasn't he in My Girl 2? Was that before or after this? I don't remember. So I don't know who's excited for this, but it is coming out. Features included here are a 4K restoration from the original camera negative, and it's got the old HDR10 color grading. They are including Adobe Atmos Sound Mix, which is awesome, and then the original theatrical SDDS or Sony Dynamic Digital Sound Mix, presented as a 5.1 mix. Audio commentary with John McTiernan, deleted in alternate scenes, some big gun music video by ACDC. Ooh, ACDC. Can I give you some initial thoughts? Yeah, give me some initial thoughts. The ACDC video is the best thing about this really. I don't know what that is. What is the deal with this movie? Like, what happened to this movie? Jurassic what, what, Park happened what? to this movie. Jurassic Park, and it was all over the place tonally. It was a satire of action films of Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicles trying to aim at families as well with the kid protagonist, blah, blah, blah. That kid was pretty annoying. Uh, Shane Black went on. I, I think this was almost like a test run for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think part of the problem with this movie was also that it got handed around a lot. Like, it was mm -hmm. having problems with the script. Nobody, like you said, it changes a lot tonally. Nobody mm -hmm. knew really what this was. The original two people that were writing this film, like you said, they wanted to make a parody on action movies. Like, that was yeah. the intent. And it was kind of like a raw version of that. But the ironic thing is, it kind of got taken away from them and given to Shane Black to kind of, like, mess around with, who's known for making these exact same movies that these guys were trying to parody. I wouldn't say the exact same movies, I th and that's why it didn't work. I think Shane Black's movies are funny. How do you satire a satire? I don't know. I, well, pretty much that's why Shane Black is so great. Lethal Weapon or, like I said, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Last Boy Scout. These movies work as comedies. Mm -hmm. They're already kind of satirizing buddy cop films. It's kind of like Scary Movie parodying Scream. Like, you're already parodying a satire. Yeah. And like you said, too many cooks in the kitchen, Big probably, time. with Last Action Hero. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it is. It's exactly Exactly what you said. It's, it's, it's McTiernan, it's Shane Black, it's Schwarzenegger, it's a bunch of clearly talented people who have knocked it out the park previously. Who it should it have just, worked. Exactly. It didn't gel. You had all the ingredients, but they did not, it wasn't no. baked correctly. No. And you also nailed it too by saying <clears throat> that Jurassic Park opened the week before. Yeah. And that's going to steal out. all the family-friendly bullshit exactly. that this movie was going for. Even if Jurassic Park didn't come out. I mean, yeah, money got more money, but it doesn't mean it would have been any better. I mean, like, who was... Look, it was Kindergarten Cop, you know, being successful. It was like, let's push that more and just keep it in the air. I don't know, it just didn't fucking work. Kids were already watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that were rated R. Why are you gonna dumb? Why are you gonna make it even cheesier? Like yeah. we're already watching it. Is it Terminator where they're in a video store and you know this is like an alternate reality and there's um, there's a cardboard cutout and it's still or it's it's Stallone as the Terminator. Oh no! In the movie, it's they're referencing that, but it's Stallone instead of Schwarzenegger playing yeah. him. 
That, that's the biggest thing I remember about the movie. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of like callbacks and throwbacks, like you know Arnold saying stuff like, "I'll be back." Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do. Uh, you remember that Shakespeare that trailer? And Hamlet is taking out the trash. Stay thy hand, fair prince. Who said I'm fair? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know. It just it just it was a shame because it should have worked. And I don't think I don't th- I think they had like a bunch of poor you know uh, reactions from like test screenings that like ruined it. And I think also going back to that that sound mixing. So none of the theaters had this technology. Like, none of them. So when this came out, there was, like, problems with the audio, the sound. You couldn't hear stuff. It, like, just all kinds of crap was, like, wrong. John McTiernan was the Christopher Nolan of his day. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't He tried. And that's why I think people are kind of excited to see this. Like, oh, the original way this movie was supposed to be heard, I'm now going to get to hear that. Or you could hear the Atmos version, whatever. And I'm sure all three of those people are excited. There's a lot of people excited. Whoever you are out there that's excited for that SDDS mix... We're, we're happy for you, too. What's left at this point, 4K-wise, for Arnold? I mean, other than Terminator and true, and true Lies, I was going to say... Yeah, Commando. Commando. But, like, Let that matters. There. Yeah, like, I get, but does that matter? Commando? But you're right. What are, what are the, the yeah. huge what are Schwarzenegger people, vehicles? Like, I don't think people were missing 4K? this. I don't think people were missing Last Action. Oh, Arnold. no. Terminator it's 1. Terminator, Terminator 2, Predator. Terminator 2's already out. Predator's already out. Oh, I'm just naming the big yeah, Schwarzenegger. Total Recall already out. I think what's yeah. left is just Terminator at this point. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Shout Select just did twins, so we're not getting a 4K of that anytime soon. But lastly on this, just a quick shout-out to the Charles Dance, who is in this movie, Last Action Hero, uh, personal favorite of mine. He's the bad guy with the eye. Yeah, Benedict. Yeah. yeah. So Charles Dance, awesome. Um, he's like got like a storied acting career, but I only stumbled upon him in the 80s when I started watching movies first, I think was in The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. He's like the bad guy in that. And then, you know, he, he shows up in this movie. He was awesome as Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones. He like kills it in that. Not too many movies of his do I know, but he's always really impactful in the movies that he's in. Charles Dance, what a, what a guy, what a guy. Shout out to you, Charles Dance. You've no idea who I am, have you? So out in March via Zavi in the UK and May via Diabolic DVD in the US is the 12 Monkeys Steelbook. Now, this is a re-release of the original Arrow release that came out um, back in 2018. It was a 4K restoration from the original camera negative. The film was created and restored under the supervision of Terry Gilliam. So at the time, that's what you got from Arrow in its original release. Now it's being re-released in a new steelbook via Zavi in the UK and Diabolic DVD in the US. Kind of funny about this one is Zavi has already done this. Zavi already... 412 Monkeys? Yes. Zavi already, months later, put out a steelbook of 12 Monkeys, the exact same Arrow release that had come out as Zavi likes to do. And they're putting it out again, but this time... They're re-releasing it in another steelbook with completely different art, but in such a way that you're almost getting the original era release all over again. Because they don't really, you know how they don't really do that when they re-release it as a steelbook? You don't get the slip box, you don't get the poster, you don't get the whatever, you just mm-hmm. get the disc and that's it. And the features, of course. Oh, this comes this, with all that. Right. It this, comes with it. So this is a steelbook that comes with a slip. Correct. Yeah, there is, is a slip around this steelbook. Um, and again, it's got a poster and you know all the stuff that seems like you would have originally gotten if you got the original Arrow release. The only problem which I did. is... Which you did? I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> the only problem for me here is I didn't get the original one, so I'm, I'm missing out on all that, which is fine. 
But if I wanted to get this and, you know, oh, great, I'm going to get the slip, I'm going to get the poster, I'm going to get all that stuff. This cover art that they are touting here is ugly as hell. It is so bad. And so it's such a shame that you're going to get a slip and a poster and cover art inside and outside of this box that it just looks like trash to me. So the original you're getting all the goods again. On the other hand, it's just a bunch of junk. So I don't know. I would say, I mean, the original era release that wasn't a steel book didn't exactly have tremendous artwork either. And I'd no, say this was, title in general, even going back to when it first came out, never really had any iconic artwork assigned to it. I mean, even the VHS cover was kind of, boring wasn't it just bruce willis's bald head it was kind of dark honestly i kind of like the original poster art it, you're right it was it's it better was, than this i'm was, not saying yeah. it's trash it but was, i'm just saying it's not iconic to where i'm gonna get upset that this exists actually now that you pulled it up and i'm looking at it yeah that bothers me this is someone in a hazmat suit akin <laughs> to what happens in the beginning of the movie but there's no characters on here i guess they couldn't get any maybe likeness rights even the 12 monkeys uh, font and look it just looks, I don't know, it, looks bad. it does it doesn't even look like the movie no I, honestly if i saw this cover and didn't have any backstory i would assume it was remade i well you, it's funny you said that because when i saw this pop up i actually thought it was a release of the 12 monkeys tv show because there is a 12 monkeys wow. tv show and i was like i forgot oh. that was a thing you're yep. right yeah. and i was like oh this must be what that is so this is being re-released again zabby's gonna hold this one for the uk and diabolic dvd shout out to them in the u.s um, all of the original Arrow features are present uh, here from the original release. So you have the same HD presentation, the same master audio track, same audio commentaries, Terry Gilliam, Charles Rovin, feature-length making-of documentary, some interviews with Terry Gilliam, um, and then the limited edition contents include the rigid slipcase with the newly commissioned artwork by Matt Griffin. So sorry, Matt Griffin, we just like shit on you. Double-sided fold-out poster and a limited edition booklet featuring writings on the film and an excerpt from the Gilliam on Gilliam book that a gentleman named Ian Christie put out. I like shout out to uh, Diabolic TV. Yeah, shout they out to them. Great. Support them, seriously. Yeah, yeah they're fantastic. They're awesome. Fantastic. It's pretty cool. I don't know how often do they get their rights to release an exclusive version of something. Does this happen a lot? Not that I'm aware of. Like let us, Monkeys? That's kind of like out of nowhere know. for me, right? Let us know. Um, yeah, I'm not. I've purchased things from there. They always, a lot of times, especially with these types of releases, you can pre-order from them sooner than most other retailers. Yeah. Uh, and again, you're supporting an actual, you're, you're not supporting Target or Amazon. Right, yeah. This is like the mom and pop. This is yeah. the real this is love. what they do. Yeah. They, they live and breathe it like us. 12 Monkeys, it's out there. I'm not going to probably get this. I would probably just go back and get the original Arrow release and Sans slipcase and whatever else just so I could have that one. I don't, I don't, that's, and again, the Steelbook coming with a scratch, coming with a dent. Show me a Steelbook collector that doesn't have editions that just are like messed up from the mail. You know, it's bullshit. I get rid of them. So, out now. So out July 20th on Blu-ray from MVD Rewind is The Go-Go Boys, the inside story of Canon Films. So we're big fans of Canon Films. I love Canon Films. I know you love Canon Films too. And this is actually pretty coincidental that last episode you talked about an MVD release here on the show. And right next to I you, did. I then covered a film that was released by Canon. You did. So now we're coming full circle and we're bringing it all together, which is pretty wild. So... This documentary, The Go-Go Boys, Inside Story of Canon Films, not to be confused with Electric Boogaloo, 
the wild untold story of Canon. So this is a new documentary about these two uh, cousins that ran Canon Studios throughout the 80s and into the 90s and so on. So this release, MVD, you know, Rewind, they do, a, they do a good job. This is some reversible artwork, the little mini poster that they do, a limited edition slipcover, and like a feature or two on there. I am not a fan of, of these kinds of documentaries. Um, I'm a fan of Canon films. I could watch this and enjoy it. it it's just an advertisement. I might as well just be right. watching trailers for every Canon film that came out. Wrong answer. These types of things for me, I typically watch. I don't purchase. You're right. I probably wouldn't buy something like this. Wrong answer. The Electric Boogaloo documentary I saw had many more interviews than this one did. And I don't know, again, if what why that would be. But, I mean, they had um, Robert Forster, Toby Hooper, mm. Dolph Lundgren, Molly Ringwald, Alex Winter. No, I want to hear Christopher Reeve talking about losing his powers and becoming an alcoholic in, this, in the canon Superman film. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does. He's got, like, the shakes. Canon films, I mean, for me, I, the logo is iconic. It's like crystal yeah. clear in my memory, just that, that logo coming together onto the screen, and then it kind of breaks apart slowly. As soon as that came on, you knew, oh, man, I'm in for, I'm in mm -hmm. for a classic. My first introduction was probably like Cobra, definitely over wow. the top. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, dude, Bloodsport we talked about before, Cyborg we talked about last week, and Kickboxer. Those were movies to me that I watched a lot as a kid that were all canon. Not even Masters of the Universe. I, I saw that. that I was just thinking that was one of my first yeah. was Masters of the Universe. Bloodsport would have been one of my first as well. Yeah, just these like trashy um, like action B-movie scripts, you know, yeah. whatever that were all... You know, yeah, you're like right. really it, fun. If you're of a certain age, i.e. our age, uh, yeah, you get like a giddy feeling from seeing the Canon logo. Yeah, it's awesome. From, it's just that immediate feeling. You know what's great about Canon films, and I'll say this, you know what you're getting. You know, sometimes yeah. it's daunting to just put on a, like an A24 movie, and it's like, great, I'm not watching a movie, I'm putting together a fucking puzzle. Yeah. And the thing that it's, it's relaxing to put on yeah. something like this. And they do a great job with the budget they've got. I mean, and look, and look at the they actors. Do. They do. Honestly. And, dude, their budget that they get and that is how a they great use it. Point. Dude, they use For, it well. I mean, compare even Masters of the Universe. Damn, they made it work. Like yeah. it's and I've yeah. actually watched that not too long ago. It still works. I mean, they, they had a really interesting stable of actors too. Yeah. I mean, you know, they you had, had personality. You had, had Chuck Sean. Norris, you had Sly Stallone, Charles Bronson, JCVD, Dolph Lundgren, the Barbarian Brothers. But what about the men? <laughs> You mean the Barbarian Brothers weren't manly enough for you? Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yes, I think it was I called do. the Bar. Was it called the Barbarian Brothers? The movie? I don't they remember. Were I remember the Barbarian who they are. Brothers. Yeah, and they always show, like I know who you're. I know exactly. They had their like, own movie. Yeah, dude. I don't remember that. You know, it was kind of like a ripoff, obviously, of Conan. Yeah, and and it was like, what else are they gonna do? Right. <laughs> and, and those were, you know, like you said, they're fun, they're cheesy. Even that movie. The, it was, you know, super over the top. And, and they have heart. They're all fun. The yeah. heart's always on they're display. I mean, that's what, that's what, no. that's why this documentary, that's why there's an audience. That's why it's the heart. These guys put out 43 movies in one year at one point. <laughs> at one point. I was looking at them, just like reading a couple of notes, just like, because they were churning them out. You know, they were buying every bottom of the barrel script you could find and trying to churn these movies out. At the apex of their career, 43 films in one year. Insane. And they were nominated a couple of movies of theirs for Academy Awards. Oh, yeah, which like, ones? Like three different ones. Wait. I don't know them. <laughs> Canon Films, great studio. 
whether or not this documentary is any good, who knows. You'd be better off just going through their filmography and just picking out a bunch of movies to watch. All you need to know is in those films. Watch Cobra. Okay? You know, another thing watch that's the cool, Barbarians. I feel like Canon has a nice mix. They didn't just stick to one genre. You can find something for anyone. Yeah. Like, whatever your tastes are, Link. if you want to link. That was canon? Yeah, bro. I didn't even realize that was canon. Yeah. See, exactly. If you love Elizabeth Shue and yeah. apes. Being that we have as much clout as we have, being that we have 12 subscribers now, I'm going to throw this out there that and I, everyone that's listening, all the big studios that are listening, you need to put out a collection, a Canon Films box set, 4K. It can be however many of the films you wish to choose. Give us the Canon films set in some way shape or form you won't be let down the fans will come out in droves to get it russ am i wrong not no, of course you're not wrong and i think jcvd will back you up here as jcvd well. out april 13th and its blu-ray debut from warner archive collection is quick change it was out on dvd before but it's never been out on blu-ray um most likely bare bones, you know, they're they're not really touting anything on here at all. I'm sure there will be nothing. The only thing they have mentioned in, in bold is that it does feature a new 1080p HD master. So pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. So for fans of Bill Murray, this is like an underrated, underseen maybe Bill Murray gem from 1990. It was released after Ghostbusters 2, but right before What About Bob? And then he did like Groundhog's Day and some other stuff after that, but... I don't know. This was, to me, a really cool movie. It was really funny. It was really well thought out. It was smart. A, it was smart. It was a cool uh, story. It was a cool bank robbing I, story. It was. It was. I remember being a kid you know? watching this. And this is, I was little. You said 1990. Yeah, I was like eight, nine years old. I haven't seen movies like Heat yet. I haven't yeah. seen great heist movies yet. Yeah. I thought when, when it's like, okay, we're going to take off our makeup and walk out as hostages. When I was eight or nine, I was like, that's fucking yeah, brilliant. Your mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, wow. Your mind was blown. You can rob it. Whoa, yeah. that's insane. They got away I with did. it. Just like, I like that. They got, <laughs> and that was, that was the cool part about the movie. Yeah. It's like it went off without a hitch. It went off in like But that's the joke. That everything else afterwards sucks. Everything is a hitch. Everything else sucks after that. It was the perfect crime. Now, all they need to do is get to the airport. After that, right. So that's what makes it beautiful. The first half, it's like, man, they robbed that bank with no problem in such a cool way. And now they just can't get out of the city. Yeah. But there's good comedy to it, you know? It and Gina Davis. Randy Quaid, Tony Shaloub, Jason Robards. I mean, they're all bringing it. They're all bringing their it is. The, the energy. I mean, it's really good. Why did this thing bomb, do you think? Like, why did it not gain the acclaim that some other Bill Murray movies have? Or why did it not pick up any steam when it came mm. out? Like, what do you think? That's a good question. And to, great cast. to it's a your cool story. To, it is. And to your point about it being underrated, I think I don't have any information. I've never really heard anything about this. Uh, you're right. It, I can't put my finger on why it didn't work because it's not, it's not too high brow to where you're gonna lose Bill Murray fans. I mean, it works. It, it, like you could watch this in Ghostbusters, and it's not like, oh my god, w- w- this is the same guy. Yeah. I mean, it's not that far off. Yeah. Uh, Just throwing this out there, it did have an R rating, uh, and you know that kind yeah. of prevents kids obviously from maybe their parents wanting to take. It couldn't have been a hard R because I don't even remember it being that hardcore. I remember it being R, but yeah, I don't remember R. it being like a hard R. Yeah, it was, and then and I don't know how much back in the '90s people relied on trailers to go see movies. I don't know if it was more like you went to the movie theater, you saw posters that were on the wall, and you went and you got went to see something. I don't know. You have this poster of like Bill Murray dressed as a clown. I don't know what the marketing was. I don't know how. 
how they sold this movie to the public at the time. Maybe it just didn't, you know, resonate with people, and this wasn't what they wanted to see from Bill Murray. I don't know, but maybe Bill, maybe people. That's what I wanted to see from Bill Murray. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch this any day of the week over Ghostbusters too. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe at the time were people getting over Bill Murray at the time? Were people wanting clamoring for more Bill Murray at the time? Why not? I don't know. But this was a really great movie. Recommended to anyone that is a Bill Murray fan or just wants to watch a fun, yeah. interesting movie. It's and a I, cool movie. Typically, we would bemoan Warner Archive yeah. for not including any features. Anyone who's familiar with Bill Murray and how Bill Murray is, could you picture him getting a call from Warner? Hey, come in and do a commentary. Come in and do... I can't picture no. Bill Murray giving... This movie, he obviously had a. It was his passion. He co-directed and co-produced it. I mean, how many of how many movies is Bill Murray co-directing and co-producing over his career, or even during this time where and he was like, "Let me I let me put my neck out there for this." Maybe like you're saying, he thought maybe this was more serious. Yeah, acting. I was just about to say. I think that it, this movie is. It is. It is. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. It's a true. little. Not not too much yeah, though. It's not to like be, a total one eighty, but no. yeah, it is a little more subversive, I guess. You could market a Ghostbusters towards children, and this you have to market more towards adults, and maybe that's why he was fine with the R. He wanted an adult comedy and something for kids not to come and see. And I saw it anyway because it's Bill Murray, and you weren't stopping kids from seeing Bill Murray movies. I mean, that's it. Yeah, awesome movie. Anyway, it's out in April. Check it out if you haven't. Leave a comment if you have seen this movie. Give some love to this movie. Pick this up. Yeah, yeah. Support Warner Archive Collection. Is this some kind of bust? Well, it's very impressive, yes. So, Russ, you know that we treasure our JCVD Maximum Risk bust back here. Um, we discovered it. We found it, unboxed it, and now we are thrilled to have it as part of our set. Part One of our co-hosts, JCVD. Thrilled. Our, our third member of the group. Um, yes. But after we got this thing, one day I was just sitting there thinking, like, who made this fucking thing? Not just what studio is putting these releases out, but is there is there like a company that's like the go to like, hey, when we want to put out our bust, then we're going to them. And, you know, essentially, is there more of these things out there? And I actually stumbled on quite a few and I was pretty I surprised. I know, I was Man. pretty surprised. So my checking account is about to take a beating. Yeah. So <laughs> learning this. Yeah. So just to preface this, for whatever reason, only existing in Germany, whatever company put this out, they have put out other busts similar to this for other films only in Germany. And they kind of all carry the same ultimate fan collector's edition. There was a few that I 100 percent verified that this is the exact same company and exact same type. And then there are some where I'm not 100% sure that it's them. All the calling cards are there. They're not naming it the same thing, but it looks very similar. So I'd just like to show some of these just to get your thoughts. So the first one is the movie Maniac. Great film. In Germany, they released a six-disc edition, uncut 4K disc, uncut Blu-ray, director's cut Blu-ray, theatrical version Blu-ray, with a bonus disc and a soundtrack CD, a t-shirt, a 52-page media book, and then, of course, the hand-painted Maniac bust, okay. limited to 500 pieces That's only. Awesome. And it is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, I've actually seen it. I've, I've seen this one before. Have you seen this before? I saw someone I follow somewhere on Instagram, I believe, uh, has posted about this. They're yeah. huge fans. It is a pretty awesome bust. I would say if I knew – if that was JCVD, that one is, I would have bought already as, is as well. Is this the same company that did exact Maximum Risk? So that Maniac thing is going to be the size of 
I'm glad you asked, Russ. Everything that I'm about to show you is the exact same build, quality, size, weight that uh, on the ones that I could verify. Get the fuck out of here. So that maniac right there is actually taller. Bust it will be is... taller than that because it's standing up, and it will be put together the same way. You see it has that 20-kilogram base. Mm -hmm. It's got the knife. It's got the head cut off. It's got every, It comes in a huge box, Ultimate Collector's Fan Edition. And not to mention that, but did you hear what I said about the release? Like, if you like this movie, like I've never, I've never well, seen is movie. it the if same? You like this? That's an incredible set. set. It, oh, well, it is. Six and this six, is four K. Yeah, that's nice. Dude, How it's much solid. does this go for? And this is still for sale, you guys. Five hundred, but it's still for sale. Sold. So after shipping, you're probably looking at about two hundred bucks for that one. But again, it's it's worth it in my opinion, especially if you like that movie. That edition that's is probably a fifty dollar. Blu-ray in itself. That's probably more. Hundred fifty dollars statue. That's probably deal. more than it costs to make Mania. <laughs> yeah, but that is legit. That is a legit statue. Um, if I was a fan of that movie, and I would, I would have that, that again. Like I looked at that and thought, where can we put that here somehow? JCVD, you're always going to be here, buddy. Somehow uh, a part of this, but that is pretty awesome. Now the next one is Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, in their bust edition. So this is, again, your ultimate collector's fan edition. Comes with that hefty, hand-painted bust on a huge pedestal. Now, I, I'm not a fan of this movie. I've seen this movie. It is definitely interesting. I feel like they capture the transformation of the lead character here pretty well. It's pretty gruesome looking. Um, Russ, your thoughts? I'm a big fan of this movie. Uh, what so do you think about this collection here, this edition? I'm waiting for you to show me the price. Also I'm... thinking the same thing. And you know, it's funny. As a genre fan, it's probably blasphemous to say that I, I like this more than Maniac, but I, I do. Dude, this movie is so fun, man. This movie's and that bust is incredible. It's looking. a pretty I awesome like that bust. bust. It is a cool bust. This one might be out of stock. This one they do not have yeah. anymore. We might have to look on eBay. The thing that kind of sucks too is that I could not find the name of the company that is making these. I just had to search for Ultimate Collector's Fan Edition, bust, Germany bust, German in this, German that, you know, whatever. I could not actually find an easy way to just say, here's a list of all the releases this company put out. Because some are released exclusively on Amazon. Some, as you'll see in a second, are released exclusively on other websites. So it's like, you just don't Got know. You. That's the best one so far. Really? I mean, the Maniac one is, is dope as well. Don't get me wrong, but I, I really like... Like the Maniac one, as a bust, I mean, they didn't. They just took the cover of the movie. Like, Legs and a cough a, head. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing a bust as a person, yeah. like that, that's what I think of when I hear bust. Yeah. You know, and that's what that is. Yeah. And that looks great. That looks great. Yeah, and I mean, having you only get to see it as a picture here, but having seen this Maximum Risk statue in person, I can tell you that the quality level yes. is like top notch you know definitely so you're gonna get something awesome here um the next one in a similar style blu-ray package two disc edition uncut and blue with the 16 page uh, media book limited poster and all that stuff is hostile and this is another one where you're gonna get the bust of you know the guy that chainsawed you to death um which is you know it's typical for this release i guess it's not it's not too creative it's just whatever you'd expect for maybe something like this but again it's outrageous it's humongous it's heavy it's mm -hmm. perfect for your desk at work comes with a nice release again this company does when they do this they put out really nice media book editions of all of these movies so they're all they're all pretty cool again you get the giant box that comes yeah. with it no that's nice that's um, really nice 
Evil Dead also got this treatment. This is a pretty solid release too. Three disc edition, 40 page book and all that stuff. Coming up behind them is Zavi, not to be outdone. And they put one out too. Um, and they put out just an English version. So you can get the exact same thing uh, in, in an English version if you wanted. This is sold out through Zavi's. So you'd have to get this on eBay. But if you wanted this statue, I will say it looks like they might have got screwed on the actual release itself. It looks like you're just getting the traditional like Amaray case here and not the actual media book. But if you wanted the statue to say Evil Dead, that's hmm. it. Not to be outdone by this Evil Dead statue, however, is the Evil Dead remake statue, which I honestly think looks cooler anyway. Um, it's... One of the more iconic images. Why didn't they just the do that movie. for the first movie with the chick? <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. That's the more iconic imagery anyway from the movie. Like what you saw yeah. on that first release, that's just from the box cover that never even happens, really. Like this Honestly, is you could movie. buy this and just put the original Evil you could. Dead. That's not that far off. Yeah, that's my Evil Dead statue. You don't even oh, need to yeah. say remake. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. works. It works. And they do the same thing with their, you know, their release. It's got, you know, the nice media book and that actually it's pretty that's, solid. That's right? an awesome. It's got bust. chains hanging on yeah, it. Yeah, that is really nice. It's friggin' sick. And I, unlike you, don't hate the Evil Dead remake. Okay. Or reboot, whatever you'd like to call it. I turned it off about fifteen minutes in. It just had a look, like a sheen, like a feeling that I just knew wasn't for me. Yeah. It's not better than the originals or army any of that stuff. But right. I mean, for what it is, for what it exists, for how it was made, how it came out, there it could have been so much worse. I could not really confirm that this was the same company, although there are a few trademark things here that made me believe that maybe it is because again it's this is only germany all these releases are germany only except for that little zavi evil dead so the expendables has one <laughs> and you've got sly who looks like he's busting out sly's got, got two guns jcv he does have two guns he actually looks like sly not bad again a nice release too a lot of a lot of discs here you get some uh, all the certificates of authenticity come with all of these of course uh so this was pretty cool while most of these are relatively new, um, the, this JCVD one just came out in November. The Maniac one came out in the same year. So they're kind of, you know, relatively new. I don't know. I'm going to keep my eye out there. I did. This is the best search I could come up with as far as finding this many. They all seem to be coming from the same company. They all seem pretty awesome. Maybe get one for your office. Maybe get one for your loved one, you know, if they've got a birthday coming up. Here's the maniac bus. Maybe they want this maniac bus. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, just killing women. <laughs> a new nursery you're putting together. Yeah, so anyway, check those out. Germany only, Amazon exclusives. So this week, Russ, I wanted to share with you another movie that I recently picked up. As you know, Coming to America 2 just got released on Amazon, and Coming to America just got released in 4K not that long ago. One in particular that I picked up that I also feel like, similar to, as we mentioned, Quick Change, is maybe an underrated Bill Murray gem, is The Golden Child, which I also think is an underrated Eddie Murphy Gem. This is a Paramount Presents release, which we've talked about a couple of times. Um, we mentioned them in regards to their Pretty in Pink release. Um, I've got their Trading Places. I've got their Ghost and I believe Airplane. Um, and they're all pretty solid. This is their independent line that they're trying to make look kind of fancy with their slip and their case. Their deal is they're putting the original poster art not only on the front, but it also opens up to give you the art as well. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's not it's like neat. I like that it's not a poster because you know it's there. It's part of the product. Yeah, like I don't have to hang it up. I don't, it's not going to yeah. go in a drawer somewhere. It's yeah. literally on the case. I yeah, like it's that. on the case. 
you know, I like that they include posters and things, but like we've talked about before, we don't hang them up. It's just kind of a little bit of a memorabilia. This, you actually get to look at it. It's pretty awesome. Um, and I it's part of the slip. Charles Dance. Yeah, Charles Dance. Tell your friends that Sardo Numspa sends his greetings. The box itself is, you know, a standard sort of amore, but it's a little heftier and it's white, which is also kind of nice. It matches this pretty well. The case also has a number on the side. I know we've talked about that before being mm -hmm. kind of like a sticking point. But um, as far as the movie goes, dude, this movie's fun as hell. I know one of your favorite things when you talk about some of these movies that you love from like John Carpenter and even when we talked about Demons, you just like a good time. You like when something feels fun. It's a blast. The characters are having a good mm -hmm. time. It doesn't matter what the budget might be, but you're just having fun. I feel like that's what this movie is, at least for me, when I saw this. Aside from Trading Places and Coming to America, this is probably my third favorite Eddie Murphy movie. These are the three movies that I kind of think about when I think of Eddie Murphy. I've never really gotten into Beverly Hills Cop or 48 Hours or another 48 Hours. But this movie, for whatever reason, I always think about with Eddie Murphy. It does have, maybe because Egg Shen's in it, but it does have a little bit of a John Carpenter vibe. It's mythical, it's mystic. There's like a, a, a magical dagger. There's some quest that he has to go on and you know, a little golden child that has powers and things that he's gotta save. It's, it's different, it's fantasy. You know, it's not what you normally see Eddie Murphy do, I would, I would say. Yeah, and it did as someone who has never seen it growing up, I'm aware of this movie. Uh, it did, it felt like a canon films yeah it, I, I could see it, that it actually. did kind of that's what it always gave me the impression yep. or gave me the vibe of and i think that's probably one reason why i do enjoy all those things you just said when we were coming up though eddie murphy was like up here yeah he was a fucking rock star yep so at that time even as a child i kind of looked at this movie as like the misstep you yeah, know because i mean and, like and you just said people... look at how many 48 hours that's yep. big beverly hills cops big trading places big coming to america big golden child felt like yep that was the whoops totally <laughs> yep just like just like last action hero just yeah, like yeah, quick change yeah. you know these movies that were either misfires or just under the radar yeah. that never picked up steam because they were maybe marketed wrong maybe the wrong vehicle for that person mm -hmm. i don't know but like you said at that time i'd never seen raw i'd never seen delirious i had only known him from these r-rated features but this one was it was definitely lighthearted. It was definitely Eddie Murphy being his signature Eddie Murphy self with his laugh and his jokes and the way his take on humor and comedy. <laughs> but in a fantastical world, hmm. which is just different. And like you said, it's not hard. It's not R-rated or adults only or hmm. a little bit edgier. It could be maybe more for kids and maybe that was what they were trying to do or they weren't. I don't know. But it was a misfire probably at the audience at that time that was looking at the rise of Eddie Murphy's career. Mm -hmm. But as a kid, from my lens at that time watching it, it was like, again, saying one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. And that's yeah. what I appreciate. You know, it's cool. And it, well, what you just mentioned about the rise of his career, um, every movie I just named as I – for comparison to Golden Child was in the 80s. If we're going to go into the 90s and forward with Eddie Murphy, I'm sure the Golden Child is better than most movies he yeah. had done yeah. after 1990. The only thing that I see that's a little bit different than the most other Paramount present releases is usually they're bringing bare bones features along with maybe one featurette that's, you know, maybe something. But the main thing that they tout is a sit down with the director and the director, like some kind of director, which is new. That's like all they do is they just have these people come back and do it. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Again, I like this. I like this line. I like they put a, a label with the date on it. They've got they got it numbered. Is that the date? What date is it? 1986. 
Oh, oh like the year it came out. Okay. Yep. It's got the classic John Alvin art, Inside and Out. But yeah, if you're a fan of Eddie Murphy and you haven't seen this, check it out. It's a great time. Thanks for watching another episode of 4K Kings. We appreciate all your love and support. Like, subscribe, ring that bell. Thank you to all of our new subscribers. Alyssa Eichelberger, thank you so much for watching. Please tune in again. We need more likes. We need more subscribers. Russ, take her home.